podcast you've been looking for all along. Step into the life of urban exploration with guests from around the world. Welcome to No Tracers. Welcome back to the No Tracers podcast. I'm your host, K, just the letter K. I'm also known as No Tracers on Instagram and TikTok. Welcome to the podcast. If you're new, please hit that subscribe button. And if you're a veteran listener, do me a favor. Leave a rating and feedback on this podcast. Let people know what you like about it. I'm sure when you came across this podcast, you scrolled to the bottom of the page and read other people's ratings and feedback to get a sense of what goes on in the show. But this week on the podcast, I'm going to be speaking with DK Princess. If you guys don't know her stuff, you should definitely check out her Instagram or her TikTok. I've put her links down in the description for you guys. But before we get into this show, uh, there's a few things that I want to let you guys know about. First of all, I have a website and a blog called No Tracers. Just go to notracers.com. You can see some of my urban explorations. And if you guys want to watch this episode, you can actually do so on the Just the Letter K YouTube channel. Um, over there, you'll see this episode with photos from DK Princess. So if you guys want to have like a visual representation of what she does and her photos, you can definitely check it out on the Just the Letter K YouTube channel. Um, the next thing I need to let you know about is that I have a book out about urban exploring called No Tracers and Urban Explorers Diary, and you can get that at notracers.com slash shop. It is full of photos and stories from my urban explorations around the United States. There's a place in Canada, a place in Portugal, and I would love to send you a signed copy of that photo book. So the next thing I need to let you guys know about is that we have a partner on this podcast, and that partner is Liquid Death Water. If you are a human that drinks water, which is most of you listening to this podcast, unless there's a couple aliens out there listening to the show. So for your convenience, I've actually made an ad for Liquid Death Water, and I would like you to check it out. Here it is in three, two, one. From the streams of the Austrian Alps comes a new kind of water. A water that is sure to raise you from your grave. If you're tired of buying cases of plastic water bottles that contain carcinogens and God knows what else, or if you're trying to lower your waste footprint, Liquid Death comes in beautifully rugged aluminum cans. Murder your thirst with a can of Liquid Death. Check the link in the description and use code just the letter K at checkout for 10% off your order. Liquid death. Murder your thirst. So if you would like a 10% discount on liquid death water, go use the code just the letter K at checkout or hit the link in the description. It will take you directly to the site and it will implement that 10% discount code for you automatically. Thank you guys for listening to the show. Let's jump into it. DK Princess, please introduce yourself to the audience. My name is DK Princess. Um, I'm Tanya, but I, I go by DK Princess. Awesome. So how long have you been exploring for and what got you into exploring in the first place? Um, that's really hard to say for me because I actually started going into abandoned buildings um, in 2013 as like a pinup model for a modeling company. Um, and I always just thought that they were so cool. So while the other girls were shooting, I would kind of 
look around the abandoned, like usually farmhouses when I used to do that. And I just thought that they were so cool. So I would just wander around while everybody was shooting. And um, I didn't really actually start like exploring, exploring until probably like 2014, um, not modeling. But um, yeah, that, that's about one. That's awesome. I love that you kind of started at like a different route than the most explorers. Most of us started as like photographers, you know, but you came into it in a different way. Uh, why did you guys choose to shoot in abandoned places? I mean, for me, I do a similar thing with like music videos. Like I'll set my music videos in abandoned places because I love the backgrounds. But for you guys, like, was there a certain reason that you you started going into these abandoned buildings to do these photo shoots? Like, were you doing photo shoots outside of abandoned buildings before? Um, yeah, we kind of did them everywhere. I, uh, I'm not sure if you would know what Rockford, Illinois is, but it's, it's a place with a lot of abandoned buildings. And, um, that's where the modeling company was kind of based out of. So there was just so much that we could use them for. Um, we did shoot like, you know, classic cars and a bunch of stuff like that. And for like calendars and stuff, but, a lot of the time, like, they were just like, hey, this is cool, peeling wallpaper, you know, it makes a good backdrop, and they they just would always pick, like, old abandoned farmhouses or warehouses and stuff like that. I definitely know Rockford, Illinois. I've been there on tour, actually, as a photographer for bands, so I'm, I'm kind of familiar with the area, um, but that's awesome. I, like, I love photos that are set in abandoned places. I think it makes them super unique, and, like, it's just, like every background, every place you go, it's totally different. You know what I mean? Yeah. What was your first exploration, your first introduction into this? Like, can you bring me more into that actual exploration? Um, an actual explore, like outside of that, um, <laughs> a lot of people in my area would know the Damon silos in Chicago. Um, I guess they're off limits now, but um, that was kind of like my first explore when, because I like had shot there before and I told my husband it was really cool, like, let's go. And he was like, okay, yeah, I'm down. So we we decided to just go and hang out there and we were taking pictures and stuff and we thought it was really cool. That was probably in like 2014. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I, I know about the that place, actually. I've, I know a couple of people that have been there. And yeah, it, it is off limits now. But I mean, when has that ever stopped us? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then for you, like, when did did you start taking photos in these places? Like, when did you pick up a camera? Um, I picked up a camera. I want to say I bought my first camera maybe in like 2016. Awesome. And what what kind of camera was that? And what made you want to actually go behind the lens instead of like doing modeling exclusively? Um, it was a Canon T5i. I actually still have that camera. And um, nice. I don't know, I, I knew so many photographers. And I was like, hey, you know what, what's a good camera? Like, what should I do? Like, and a lot of them suggested Canon. I, I know some people don't like Canon, but um, I love it. And I, I, I just, I love abandoned places and I love to see them. And I was like, you know what? I don't want all these phone pictures. Like I want a camera and I want to do this like the right way. Yeah. No, I feel you. I, I feel the exact same way about it. You know, like 
the iPhone can do a great job, but at the end of the day, like, especially Canon and Sony, like the colors that you mm-hmm. get when you use an actual like DSLR camera, they, they're unmatched. They're completely unmatched by yeah, exactly. like iPhones and stuff like that. And so, yeah, I think it's awesome that you picked up a camera and, you know, wanted to capture these moments that you're exploring even further. I think that's great. And do you have any other gear recommendations, like uh, a backpack, a pair of shoes, maybe a mask, anything like that, that you can recommend to like newer explorers that are trying to get into this? Um, I mean, in the summertime, I say gym shoes for sure. I wear like Nike gym shoes, but, um, all, all year I kind of wear Doc Martin boots. Um, just kind of like my staple but I do wear other boots as well and like backpack I have actually this cute little army bag that I use and it's like waterproof and my husband gave it to me because he works for a donation company and it's just a cute little it's not even like a full-size backpack it's like between a full-size backpack and a small backpack and it's a perfect size for just all my stuff like my tripod fits in it because I have a mini tripod like I fit that in there my lens my camera like little extra stuff if I bring like stuff to shoot in whatever and I just it all fits in there it's great oh that's awesome and then do you have any uh urban exploration injury stories have you ever like gotten (laughs) scraped up or fallen through a floor or anything like that (laughs) um I I actually am pretty lucky let's knock on wood I'm pretty lucky and I have only like cut my hand pretty bad jumping over a fence like I didn't realize it was as bad as it was until we actually got into the building like we jumped the fence or walking in there we get in the building and I look down and I'm just gushing blood and I'm like oh great that's cool like I had a bandana <laughs> with me luckily and I just like wrapped it around my hand but it was a lot bloodier than I thought it was gonna be <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. Hey, yeah. Consider yourself lucky. Like, you know, I've, I've gotten people on this podcast that have rescued their friends from falling through a roof and like, you know, <laughs> stepped on nails, which is kind of a common thing to hear on this podcast. Like people uh-huh. step on nails all the time because there's wooden, wooden boards on the floor, you know? And yeah. last week we actually had a guy talk about his buddy who had a, uh, one of those spikes that are on top of the fences go through his friend's leg. Oh. Oh so, my god. Uh, yeah, Ow. definitely. Yeah, definitely consider yourself very lucky that you've you've kind of uh, been been unscathed, you know, during during all this. That's awesome. That's crazy. Oh my god. <laughs> Absolutely insane. And then can you tell me about your scariest exploration? Now, this can be uh running into people or the police catching you or even like a paranormal incident that you may have had. Mm, you know, I've I've definitely run from security a couple times, but like I had a very eerie explore. It was definitely like so eerie. If you want to hear that one, absolutely, let's go. Um. Okay. So, like, my cousin came to visit from California, and she had just turned eighteen, and she knew I did this, and I told her you can't explore with us until you're eighteen. So, she finally turned eighteen and wanted to come explore with us, and we were going to check out some mansions that we knew of. But on the map, we found this other mansion that didn't look nice, you know. So we were like, let's check that out, and we checked every door, and every door we checked was closed and there was an alarm going off inside and we didn't know what that was but we we knew we didn't set it off um finally the last door that we got to was open and my cousin just like went in and I'm like okay I guess we're going in um and the <laughs> alarm was going off and we looked at the the alarm box and it said the battery was dead so we're like okay that wasn't us 
And this mansion literally looked like people just like up and left. Like they just left overnight. Everything was like the beds were made, clothes in the closet. There were like shoes left at every door. Like they took their shoes off before they went in every room. It was so eerie. And then we all heard a noise, looked at each other and just dipped. And as we were leaving, we smelt something that smelt kind of like when you like smell a dead animal or something like it just smelled like horrendous. It was so bad. And we didn't smell it when we went in. But as we were leaving, we smelt it. And it was just literally the creepiest, like weirdest explore that I've ever had. And it's stuff like that that sticks with you. Like you you feel like you can Mm -hmm. never get that smell out of your nose after that. Yeah. So it was gross. crazy. So gross. <laughs> and then uh, over the last year, we've obviously been in a pandemic. Have you been exploring during during this time? Like, have you still been going out? Because, I mean, a lot of these places don't really have people in them. So I'm curious to hear if you've been exploring during this time. Because I sure have. <laughs> um, I've actually been exploring a lot more during this time. Um, I don't know. I just feel like there's nothing else to do. Might as well go explore, right? <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. It's, I mean, I get a kick out of it. And it's like, can you talk about the feeling you get when you're in these places? Like, what does it feel like to go into the past like this and and, and explore somebody's home or mansion or an asylum or, you know, anything really that, that we that we do? Like, what does it feel like to go into these places for you? Um, I love it so much. Um, I usually try and do research on the places either before or after I go. Um, sometimes you just go in somewhere and you just feel a sort of way like, I don't know, just curious. Like there's been homes that I've gone into and I just like will go home and do my research because I want to know what happened and I want to know why all this stuff was left and and what's going on with it and I just I don't know I like to do my research either before or after but when it's like a place that we just run into it's like okay now I have to go home and look into some stuff because it's just I don't I I can't imagine just like having something and then leaving it like forever like okay it's fine I don't need it anymore I'm just gonna leave it there and go away so like it's just so interesting to me yeah, I feel the same way, especially about churches. Like, where where did you go? Where? Yeah, <laughs> all those people that used to go, and now it's just, it's done. No more. It's done. It's gone. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, speaking of doing research, do you have a favorite history of a place that you've explored? Um, I'm not sure. There's there's this man's home. We call it Stanley's house because the man who lived there, his name was Stanley. Um, he died at the age of 97. He had no family. Um, his wife died in the 80s and he lived there alone. The place still has power and he died in 2017. Um, so it's just, it's very interesting because all of his stuff was left. He had so much stuff from like World War II, like like documentaries and stuff on World War II. So I'm thinking maybe he was in a war. Um, it was just, it was so interesting. And I looked up his family. He had family, like most of his siblings were born in the 1800s because he was so old. They were born in the late 1800s. Wow. And like a lot of them weren't even like around anymore. He was the last one. And 
it was just, it was really crazy. And he had no children. And I was just so curious about this man for so long because he just like lived alone in this cool little house that he had all this old vintage stuff. And it was just, it was so interesting to me. So that's probably, that's probably one of my favorites. That's awesome. And that's so fascinating, you know, like, to, I want like just to like step into somebody's house that like lived for that long and and was alive back then and you know went probably went through World War II like you said and that's so crazy to to like think about that like that's that's a long time to live ninety six wow yeah it was crazy dang dang and then uh, overall do you have a favorite exploration you've been on hmm okay well there's th- his house was definitely one of my favorites um. But there was this abandoned car shop that I just, I didn't know it was a car shop. And I had watched it for years, literally years. Like I would drive past it going to my um, kid's dad's house. And I just looked at it and it looked like a little storefront. Like it didn't look like a, a shop. And I'm just like, that that place looks cool. Like I want to check that out someday. And um, my friend and I just happened to be in the area. And I was like, you know, I really always wanted to stop there. And she's like, you know what, let's just, let's just go peek. So we're peeking through the windows and they were like, oh my God, it had to have been like 30 vintage cars, like classic cars just sitting in there resting. It was crazy. We got in obviously. And it was probably like the coolest thing because like I grew up, my family is very into classic cars. So I'm like, okay, like this is, this is so cool. And it was so like, the cars were just so crammed in there that you couldn't even walk between them. Like we were climbing on cars to look through the whole place. It was crazy. Wow. That's awesome. That sounds like so such cool. a cool exploration. I've done like, I did like a, a general motors factory in Georgia, but there were, there were no cars in it. it was totally gutted, completely empty. But like to go to a place that still has the cars in there, like that's so sick. Yeah. Wow. It was really cool. And then uh, can we talk about social media for a minute? Like, what has that done for you as a photographer, as a model, um, as somebody that's into this? Have you been able to, like, connect with other explorers? Or uh, just tell me a little bit more about, like, social media and what it's done for you. Um, My social media kind of started out as, like, my modeling. But as I kept going into these abandoned places and shooting in the abandoned places, I I kind of just made it all of that. And, um... At first, it kind of seemed like people didn't want to talk to me. They they really wanted nothing to do with me. I think they just thought I was a girl going into abandoned places taking pictures and didn't realize that I'm actually exploring the places as well. And people kind of just like left me alone. And then my husband had happened to make an Instagram and everybody would talk to him. And I'm like, man, why is everybody talk to him? But nobody talks to me. Um, I guess I don't know if they were like intimidated by me. They thought I wouldn't talk to them or what. But people started hitting him up and finding out that I was actually pretty cool. And I kind of, you know, just (laughs) we started exploring with people. And I've made quite a few friends off of social media. My best friend, I actually met her through Instagram. And um, yeah, I don't know. I guess I I love I have a love hate relationship with social media. It's it's cool, though. (laughs) Yeah, I feel the same way about it, especially on uh, Instagram now. Like, I, I definitely can relate to that, like, love-hate relationship. But yeah. overall, I think that it's a great way to connect with other explorers. And, I mean, it's it's allowed me to do things like this podcast, you know, and reach out to people like you to be on here. So I'm, like, super, super grateful for it. Yeah, exactly. 
And then do you have a preference on exploring alone or with people? Like, what do you prefer? Oh, I'm a scaredy cat. I always have to have somebody with me. There's been times where I'm like, okay, I could do it. Like, I'm alone. My husband's at work. Like, my friends are busy. Like, I could do it. And I'll go. And I'll, like, go, like, scope out places. And that's all it ever ends up being. Like, I'm too scared to even try and pull into driveways or do anything. I'm I'm a scaredy cat. I don't know what I think is going to happen, but I just think something's going to happen. So I just... Like, I always have to have somebody with me at all times. I can't, I can't go alone. I feel you. It's, it's much safer and much more comforting to definitely have somebody with you. So I, I feel that a hundred percent. And then, uh, do you have any goal places, places that you really want to go to that you haven't gone to yet? Um, I mean, kinda like, I'd love to go see all the Beatles in what, Pennsylvania. Um, mm-hmm. I'd love to go see that. I think we're actually planning a little trip out there um, within this year. So that'll be cool. But I, I don't think, I think I just go with the flow. I mean, there's been places that I've seen and I'm like, oh man, that's so cool. But I kind of just go with whatever we find, whatever we're lucky enough to find. Let's go do it, you know? Yeah, definitely. And if you could live in one of these places that you've explored for one week, like, if there was a way to do it, uh, which place would it be? <laughs> oh, man. Um, well, I mean, I don't know. They're all kind of gross in a way. But, I mean, that one mansion, it was not gross until we smelt that smell. Everything was left alone. But I don't know. Maybe Stanley's house. His house wasn't terrible. Probably his house. For sure. Nice, nice. And uh, the last question I have for you is, what is something you know now that you wish you knew when you started exploring? Oh, man. Um, I'm not sure. <laughs> um, maybe that the community, the Urbex community, is not the most friendliest and not everybody wants to be your friend. You're right. You're right. Especially on Facebook. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're not nice over there. <laughs> <laughs> They hate everybody on Facebook. Yeah, <laughs> they <crazy>. really do. <laughs> cool. So if people want to follow your journey and what you're doing, where can they find you online? What's the best place? Um, Instagram for maybe like my portraits, my self-portraits is DK Princess. But TikTok, I kind of am over there recording the actual like abandoned places not me in them you know just the the places in general like I I like to make little TikToks of most of the explorers that I go on and it's also DK Princess over there all right guys that was my episode with DK Princess if you want to check out her stuff I've put her links down in the description if you guys enjoyed this podcast please do me a favor and leave a rating and feedback it really helps the podcast grow especially if you're on Apple Podcasts. All you got to do is go to the No Tracers podcast, scroll all the way down to the bottom, and you'll see other people's ratings and feedback. And if you guys leave a rating and feedback, I will actually send you a signed photo print from an abandoned place that I've explored as a way of saying thank you for listening. So I will talk to you guys next week. Definitely check out all those links down in the description for products from Amazon that'll help you explore. And uh, my book's down there, and my other podcast, Project Freelance, is down there. Thank you guys. I'll talk to you next week. Stay strong. Keep enduring. Go out. Go explore something. And remember, leave no trace.